0: Hello, it's Jan. Welcome back to All That Matters, and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for writing in at Jan at jangoldstein.com or for sharing any ideas or questions or just notes of what you're liking on the podcast. We're thrilled to be in the top 10%, we're told, by Listen Notes magazine of podcasts worldwide, and we're just so thrilled. I'm also so thankful for those of you who take the time when you go on our Apple podcast to, to leave a rating, uh, or take a note and I mean, write a note there, uh, about the podcast. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you telling others about it. You know, uh, this time of year, I'm thinking so much because we're starting to get light begins to come back to us, um, uh, as we move uh, past the darkest time of the year, but I cannot forget uh, about uh, an incredible experience I had um, with Bonnie and with our Cheryl uh, when she was very, very little, and we were up in Alaska and um, and got to see the Northern Lights. And just thinking of the name of. Um, of those aurora borealis i mean i just love the way that jumps off the tongue and i'm just thinking of words that that you know bring you know fire the imagination um john steinbeck wrote in his travels with charlie in search of america And the Aurora Borealis was out and I've seen it only a few times in my life and it hung and moved with majesty and folds like an infinite traveler upstage in an infinite theater. In colors of rose and lavender and purple it moved and pulsed against the night and the frost sharpened stars shone through it. What a thing to see at a time when I needed it so badly. And I think about, boy, do we need light so badly, right? Do we need wonder so badly uh, with all that is going on? And we're moving through the darkest time of a pandemic, and yet there is hope, there is light. Light particularly that comes through the work of those who stand on the front lines and help us, who shine the light on the possibility of healing and of hope. And even those of us who are going through very rough times and dark times, um, the promise of light is really what the aurora borealis has always represented to me because it it is such a wonder. It's a voyage of discovery in seven syllables, aurora borealis. You know, certain words take you places by the simple pleasure of their utterance. Jambalaya comes to mind as does phantasmagorical. I mean, I'm not in the same place after pronouncing those words as I was when I began. I've been transported by the magic of the sound itself. Then there's the image or emotion that is conjured by the word. And for me, aurora borealis creates a glow. It puts me inside some mystical emanation as it bounces off the roof of my mouth. Seems appropriate somehow for a term referring to the northern lights. Science, of course, is capable of explaining the occurrence of those multicolored light rhythms dancing against the Alaskan sky and elsewhere in the world. Solar storms cast sun particles into the Earth's atmosphere. They fashion a magnetic illumination that we see as the flowing fantasia known by the name, yes, say it aloud with me for the sheer joy of it, Aurora Borealis. For the record, a mirror image light show can be experienced in the southern hemisphere. It's called the uh, Aurora Australis. The word Australis fails to fire my imagination to the same extent as good old Borealis. Which brings me to the hemisphere of the soul, The boundaries of our physical body can be visually confirmed, but the soul has no such definable borders. Rather like the northern lights, it ebbs and flows within us, at times barely discernible, at other times bursting forth with illumination that floods our inner terrain. Why can't we feel that illumination more frequently? I guess for the same reason most of us in the United States and Europe rarely have the opportunity to glimpse the aurora borealis at all. Light pollution and distance. Our need for light is so great that we manufacture it in huge heaping gridfuls. In many of our cities, we're so encircled by electric plant-generated light that we literally cannot see the wonder of the stars above us. And even during this pandemic, taking a look at the stars at night has been one of the things that has anchored me. Being able to look out and seeing the light piercing the darkness. It's a wonder and it's poetic. And we need a bit more poetry right now. It really nourishes the soul. So the opportunity for viewing the real thing has been washed away in society's push for bigger and better and I'm reminded of the 1994 Los Angeles earthquake, which shook the bejeebers out of those of us living there. A silver lining of the tragedy was the strange and almost mystical sight of my bathroad neighbors gathering in the electricity-deprived night, staring in wonder up at the heavens, as if discovering starlight for the first time. It strikes me that Those who practice impatient living tend to manufacture their own, quote, light, getting a quick fix of artificial stimulus, never leaving room for the natural luminescence of the human gesture. And there have been human gestures through the darkness of this pandemic and difficult times in the world. And some of us have seen it, called attention to it celebrated it, I'm asking you this week to celebrate it a little more in your own life. Rumi said, shine like the whole universe is yours. It strikes me that we have an opportunity to do just that. When we see the natural luminescence of the human gesture, this occurs when we're more focused on the gesture than on high-speed connections that we connect with daily speed people connections and we have to make even a stronger effort to do that right now one has to make a conscious choice to hear the kind word or the offer of assistance in our busy pentium chip lives and these are the spiritual gifts of human beings Logging on to the internet of life. Are you one of those? I have to ask myself that question. By removing the light pollutants that pass for luminosity, the chasing of status rather than sunsets, the seeking of constant compensation sometimes rather than nurturing commitment, having a good time rather than making time for doing good, We clear a path to the soul's ability to illuminate by stepping into the daily wonder of life's precious gifts found in song or a child's smile or a good book. We allow the light within ourselves to grow stronger. The size of the aurora depends on how strongly the solar wind hits the earth's magnetic field. Strong gusts kick up particles that allow a wider viewing. A weak solar wind means that only those closest to the magnetic poles are going to catch it. So too, when the solar wind of wonder is weak within us, we fail to experience the soul's aurora. And I guess that's, that's just what I want to reframe about our living right now that it is a time for the soul, that it is a time for poetry, that it is a time for art, and it is a time for each of us to unearth a bit more of the particles of our soul that we can send out into the world, allowing the aurora borealis of the soul to be seen. Our distance, you see, from the prime viewing area of the real aurora also determines how frequently we can experience the wonder of the radiance. So that's why in Fairbanks, where Bonnie and I went with Shira, and Nome, Alaska, the northern lights are visible almost 200 days a year. It is our willingness to close the distance between listening and doing that allows the soul's aurora our sense of wonder to manifest. Stepping into our lives with the intention of sending life's gifts back out into the world narrows the distance between our soul's aurora and our ability to experience. The aurora borealis is a permanent feature of the earth's upper atmosphere. Stepping into the radiance of human interaction, even now and especially now, reaching out, be it through Zoom, be it from a distance, be it through a call, however you may manifest it, it allows our soul to shine and become a permanent feature of our daily lives, if we want it to be. If we immerse ourselves in the world, body, and soul, if we respond to the universe as a celebrant of life, Oh, our own Aurora Borealis can shine that much brighter. Emily Dickinson wrote, dwell in possibility. Here's to the possibilities of light within each of us. Until next week, I'm Jam Goldstein. And this is all that matters.